0: Okay. Good morning. We are in the middle of resh Samech aleph. Uh, she responded for a refu Shlema for Chava ima and Orit bat Rachel Esther. So we're resh Sameh aleph. We're in the middle, towards the end, but in the middle of siif bet. V'shiuriz man b'neshmasa to shloset rive mil shehem mahalach eleph v'chamei Meot amot kodem halaila. So. What is Benishmashot? Mashot? It's this 13 and a half minutes. Right? It's three quarters of a meal, which is 18 minutes. There are obviously different opinions on what a meal is. And according to the Shalak when is the 13 minutes of Be'en Mashot? It's right before the 72 minutes. Okay. Uh, for us, it's usually, uh, for most of us, we hold this to 13 minutes right after Ashkia. Um, Haggah. Now, if you want to accept Shabbos early, you can start any time after Plaga Mencha. The Ikar time of Tosefet Shabbos we mentioned, but one is allowed to do Tosefet Shabbos this early. Okay, Gimel. is this? Someone who doesn't really know when it's going to be um, beginning of Bein Hashemashot. So what do you do? you got to be extra careful. Right? Pretty simple. Make sure you can see the sun. It's setting. It's going down. But it's still above the tree line. It's not, it's not below the horizon. You can still see the sun clearly. And so that's when you should light. Because you, at this point, when it's just above the trees, when you're looking at a distance, so it's getting lower. So obviously it's after plug and before skia And then you're safe and it's very cloudy you don't know what's going on so nowadays we have clocks and watches but they would use roosters and based on their behavior you would see when it's, um, it's still daytime because once it gets dark so then they're no longer sitting there and if you're in a field and where there are no roosters so you go by the ravens. Okay. Umid. Ani Ad barchu Alpha Pisha Adain yomhu Once you answer to barchu after Plaga Mencha, so you accept the Chavez. By ex- by saying by answering barchu, you accept the Chavez. We'll see a little bit more about this later when it comes to Davanin. If you didn't Davan Mencha yet if you answer barchu uh, I think we also learned this before. That once you answer barchu on a Friday night, it's too, it's not the same as during the week because it's not Shabbos. But on a Friday night, once you answer barchu you can no longer do mehaka because you already declared that it, for you it's already nighttime. It's already Shabbos. Now, once a person says answers to Barhu, it's uh, the uh, so it's automatically it's Shabbos. Now, even if it's below, uh, way before sunset, right after Plega Mencha, you're no longer allowed to do these things that we said you're allowed to do bein So, accepting baruchu verbally is more powerful than suffik bein for what you're allowed to do and not do. Once you accept baruchu, that's it. You can no longer um, it's uh, no it's a uh, Shabbos hundred percent. You don't get those Banashmasha leniencies. It's only if um, Okay. When we said it before, that was okay, let's finish reading for a second. Ein Ma'arvin ve'en Tomlin Mishum Duhu Kabli Shabbat So right, right we had a kulas by Mashot you can still be me'ariv and do Hatamana. You can no longer once you see Barku, Uladidan, and according to us have mizmor shir And the Shulchan the Gemara says barchu, and or the Rishonim I forget where it says that first. But according to us, then when we say mizmor shir so now he's at the end of the Rishonim period, and we have the custom nowadays of this whole tefillah of Kabbalah Shabbos. So once you said mizmor shir. That's you're verbally saying now it's Shabbos. Uh, whenever a person says "Mizmor Shir Yom HaShabbos" Friday night, he knows he's accepting Shabbos, and that's that's by definition what it is. And it's the same as saying uh, "Baruchu." Um, there's a discussion by uh, nowadays when you start, when, once you begin saying Dodi, if that's the same, or if it goes by "Boi or if it still goes by "Mizmor Shir Yom HaShabbos," so it's a machloket. Which one is koveya? For, um, different opinions. A lot of it has to do with what your mindset is. Mistama, do you accept it when you say La Lachadodi, or Mizmarshir? Not, not a hundred percent clear. Okay. Um, okay, so now just to compare a little bit of Dalit to Aleph. So we learned Aleph yesterday. Today we're doing Dalit. It's a little bit, so in Aleph we read that once. You accept it upon yourself. This is in the Rama. He says, once you accept upon yourself, it's mm-hmm. you're still allowed to do it. Mm-hmm. Once you accept upon yourself, you get the kulas of benashmasot. So barku is different because either it's because it's referring to um, some say it's referring to a kabbal, the baruchu of the tzibur. So it happens to be a little bit of a machok at Akronim, How to reconcile aleph or how to? It's not exactly a stira, but how to? Um, when we say accept it upon yourself as a yachid versus baruchu over here, and is it a baruchu of your of a of, you know one private mignon or is it the baruchu of the entire tzibur? So, if it's fish, if it's at this man when. Uh, Let's say everybody would say baruchu on a Friday night. The whole the whole city says baruchu Friday night. Then a yachid is nigra acharav after him, and they're after the tzibor. And so as soon as the, the entire tzibor is Makabul Shabbos and and Davin's baruchu, then uh, everybody no longer gets this heter of Mashad. Um If it's a you know an individual baruchu, so that's a mecholket. Uh, if it's a yachid on his own, just accepting it without baruch, for sure, then you get all the hetterium with bein Hashmashot. And nowadays, when there's so, in most cities that we live in, there's so many different shul's, and everyone's doing, uh, baruchu at a different time. So there's certainly more room to be lenient. Unless you personally accepted Shabbos, uh, you pretty much can benefit from bein hashmashat. It was cool as, okay. Resh samich bet. So now we have Yatimhabi Alright. Right, okay, Let's, we already learned that me chavis is um, it's either a kium der or at least Minod nevim of nevim. okay. Aleph so before Shabbos kicks in, it's important to prepare your house. The house looks nice, in particular, the salon, the dining room, living room area, in partic- and especially the table. And here, what he says, you should prepare the seats, it's uh, presumably referring to, uh, Mishnah Bura says it, referring to the couches or the seats that you sit at, at the table. That those are, we're not talking about your beds, those are also good to prepare. Have it all nice and ready ahead of time. But in particular, the Aruch is talking about the the chairs or sofas that they sat at at the table. Okay, Haga yom Hashabbat, and it should be, your table should be set nice for all of Shabbos and that's the custom, right? Have a nice tablecloth, have it nice and clean, and we shall not deviate. Right, famous uh, Chazal Shabbos Kuf Yotet. When you come home, the Malachim come home, and they follow. They follow the the good angel and the bad angel. And however your house is, when you come home from Shul, they should say, "Wow, this is the way it should. This is the way it should be, from Shabbos to Shabbos." And um, so obviously, it's great to have it ready. Uh, and obviously, the famous story. I'll just share one of the reasons why we cover the challah. I think we're going to get to there. Yeah, we'll get to there. To make sure that we don't embarrass the challah. So make sure when we come home, right, the challah doesn't really care. It's to teach us. To make sure that when we come home, we're in a good mood. And even if the house is a mess, that we shouldn't be mad at anybody. Especially, um, especially when it, when there's kids. It's, you know, we don't realize, you know, we think everything is easy at home. But when we come home, it's often, uh, even if it, when we come home, all of a sudden the kids are quiet. It uh, could be when we were gone, it was complete chaos. And uh, who knows what's going on. So, okay. <coughs> Most important is to be pleasant and not embarrass anybody. But, And it's important that we have nice clothing for Shabbos. We spoke about this. If you can't have a special jacket, so at least do something... Like they often had their they had long coats that they would um, roll up or button up and you know have it so that they can work and not get in the way so at least do something with your clothing um, if you only have one jacket at least add a tie or do something so that you show it's it's, it's Shabbos okay um, those the Midasa shirim he writes Perish yishal sholem Klape mata let them roll down shiur aruchin it should be long Kemidasa shirim like the rich and bevetamim when they sit in the houses they have long coats or robes. Okay, lamata That's the way of honor. Uh, I'll just share. Mishnah Berurah points out it's really important to be mechavei Shabbos with not with your with your body and with your clothing and eating and drinking. and meshubach. Might I add, it's also important to mechavei Shabbos by making others happy. Your appearance your appearance, your attitude and your behavior. The Zohar points out how it's so, so important that there should be no machlokas on Shabbos. Right? We're very, especially between man and wife, very famous Lotavaru esh, Drash. It's not only the physical fire, it's also our attitudes. Okay, Gimo. Yobash, begadav. When you accept Shabbat, you should be so happy, like you're greeting a great king, or a Chatan Vekala. That he would wear a talis, or, or cover his hair, whatever it meant, I'm not sure, but he would, uh, cover his head, he would, uh, do some kind of an etuft, or wear a special clothing, or a coat. For Shabbos and he would say, Come, let's greet the Shabbos queen. And from that we're <coughs> I mean right, we have our famous Lahadodi uh, Lechadodi which has those words Boikala Boikala. That's when we explain. And right after you bathe on Erev Shabbos, you should put on your big day Shabbos, your clothes, your clothes for Shabbos, vizil, And this is kavod Shabbos, v'alkein. Lo yer chatz samuch So it's good to take one. It's better, obviously if there's not going to make any issues, it's better to do it in the afternoon, um, closer to Shabbos versus in the morning. Shayal bish atzum miyad, so that this way you can get, put on your Shabbos clothes immediately. Okay, I think we're ready for the next. Resh Samech Gimel. Miva Mira Madlikin. So now we're discussing Hadlaka Sneros Hadlaka Sneros, That's one of the uh, seven um, famous mitzvot derabanan. We have bra- that we say a bracha on. Okay, and lighting candles. Uh, we know it. Okay, we know lighting candles is a chova from Chazal. It's part of Oneg Shabbos, of Shalom Bayit. It's all connected. Right, if you don't have, uh, shalom bait, it's not, an, it's not oned Shabbos, and um when you, new light, you can also be at the same time, in Makayim, uh, Kiyom Shabbos of Zachor, uh, or, or Kavot Shabbos at least. So, okay, you're Makayim both, but it's also a mitzvahs darabanon. Okay, very good. Aleph. You should make sure you have a nice candle, it should, it should uh, it should, it should light well, or it should look nice. Okay? Mishnah Bura says you should have this in every... Uh, really, every room should be lit up. In um, other words, there should be a, a certain amount of light so that wherever you walk, you're not going to trip and then blame someone else for leaving their, their shoes around and get mad at anybody. Or, or toys, whatever it is. There always should be enough light a little bit so that you can see. Uh, for us, it's very easy. You just have a light on in the bathroom or a hallway and that's enough light so that uh, you won't... Um, to avoid any issues. Okay. And he says there's a custom to have two candles or two wicks, right? Depends if you're oil, what you're using. But basically, it's two candles. One is for Shamor, one is for Zahar. Okay, we know obviously some have a custom. Here, let's keep reading. Haggadah, you can have as much as you want. Right? I think the main custom is one per one per person in the family. <coughs> now, if a person doesn't have, Mishnah um, Berurah points out, it's best to have the light the candles and to say the bracha where one eats. Okay, I think that's the most common accepted. That that's that's the, the best place to light and to say the bracha. And if you're going to light in multiple rooms to say it there. And if, mon, if money is, if there's not enough money, money is very tight that week, it's fine to light one. And he points out it's better to have one good candle than one that's going to be, than two that are flickering or very dim. Okay. Quality is important. What he points out, Mishnah Bura, is to point out that to light from one candle to another, so certainly one is a- a- allowed to, y- these candles are for Hana. You're supposed to get benefit from these candles. There's no Isra whatsoever. It's not like Nerot Hanukkah. Hanukkah, you're not allowed to get benefit. Shabbos, you're supposed to get benefit. But he says, because of Bizui Mitzvah, so some write, you shouldn't take from one candle to another to light each other. Some say you're allowed to. Uh, Mishnah Bura says you're allowed to. But he does say what you shouldn't do is to use a match, to take a match from one candle to another, because then it looks a little bit more like, it's a little bit more, uh, could be considered like a, a, a bizayon, because it looks like you may be using it for something else. Even though the candles are right there. So some argue you're allowed to use... Uh, it's not a Bizayon, to take one match from one candle to another if it burns out. So, two different opinions on that. Okay. So, he says you're allowed to have... Here, let's read the Ramah. Ha'isha sheshachacha It says the word Isha, but usually she's the one who's lighting and in charge. Obviously, it depends. Ha'isha is that lights. And she forgets one Shabbos to light. In other words, you add one. You always have to, for the rest of your life, you add an extra candle. If you always light two, now you light three. If you normally lit four, now you light five. And that's the minog, both by Svardim and Ashkenazim. That there is such a minot. Okay. Now this is a knas to remind us to not forget next time. You can uh, you can always add more. That's not a problem. Just you can't detract. So it's uh, so it's fine. So that's why there's it's good, so that's why there is this knas, No problem. Now what happens if you have light in the house, right, from another room, but you didn't light the candles for Shabbos, but you do have some light and there is some light to see, so. Shemir Shabbos Kilchassah says there is still a kanas. Elvah Yosef says there's not a kanas. Okay, Two opinions, how to deal with that. But they do say, everyone agrees, I believe, if there's an onus and a, per, and a wife did not light, then there is no kanas. Um, some cases of kanas could be um, she's busy taking care of a sick person and can't get to the candles. Or some other, uh, family disaster. I don't know, it could be diapers, it could be something that spilled something with the food, and then before you know it, you're dealing with a, an, you know, an emergency, so to speak, and all of a sudden the sun sets and you miss the time. So that's called an onus. But if you see this happening, try and get someone else in your house to call them to light for you. Uh, they point out a Baal Tshuva who never lit week after week after week, obviously doesn't have to start lighting now, it's not Shaykh to say a knas. Um now, what happens if a person thought they had plenty of time and then all of it, they, they they miss their clock stopped or they realized they misbudgeted their time and or right they, they they thought that they have time but the, they didn't realize that their clock is wrong, and now they run out of time. What do you do so then uh, so, many say that is an onus. If you thought you had more time, I mean, it depends which case exactly, but uh, Rabbi Yosef, for example, says that's for sure an onus. Shemir Shabbos writes, it might be an onus. I don't know, on a minah like this, I would assume that you go lakula. Sheva says, no, you still get the kanas. If you, just, if you thought you had more time, you should have been more careful. So, okay, different approaches on the kanas. I think we'll do bet. Mm-hmm. Okay, Doesn't matter if the wife is home, the man is home, anyone in the house, there's people there for Shabbos, the house needs to have somebody light. That's part of the Gzirah. Um, you'll see it's a two-fold thing. Everyone has to make sure that they light or someone lights for them and every house has to have, has to, that there's somebody in there has to be, there has to be uh, light, right? Because it's because of Onik Shabbos and Shalom Bayit. So that applies everywhere where there's people. Okay, so it doesn't matter if it's man or woman. Alright, if the woman is not home, obviously the, 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 the man should light, or he can appoint uh, kids to light if they're bar mitzvah. Um, okay. Even if a person doesn't have what to eat, you go around knocking on doors, you go around asking for. Um, you know, help to get at least money or, you, or candles, one candle, two candles to light, and this is part of Onig Shabbos. If a person, the first priority, Mishnah Bura points out is that there should be bread. If you only have minimal funds this week, something happens, and you only have enough to get bread, you get bread. Afterwards, what comes first? Then comes candles. Candles come before all other food. Okay, and obviously meat come, comes afterwards. It's also important if you can afford it, but that comes afterwards. Um, Shalom, Beit comes before meat. All right, and it's a lesson all around. Okay. Um, I think we're right, Gimmel. Yeah, Gimmel. Hamashiim uzarot bo yoter mi peneish mi peneish mitziyava Beit vasko b'turcha Beit. Okay, so if you, which takes precedence, the woman. The woman is more responsible. It's also more of a zechut for her and more of a responsibility for her. So, if, generally speaking, it's the woman who lights, and she's the one who's more uh, more obligated. Why? Because she's part of the home. She takes care of the house. She's always there. She's in charge of uh, the, running the house to an extent, or not to an extent. Okay. So, therefore, that's her domain. She gets the honors and the responsibility. Um, also, according to, um, uh, to to Chazal, she was also one of the the first main you know the story, whole story of Adam Rishon, who first brought the 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 food the food from the from the Etzadat. was it the the woman to, to, was it Chava to Adam or Adam to Chava so we know it was it was from Chava so Chava caused the nair of the world to be extinguished. What's the nair of the world? That's the nashama. Because by eating from Neitadat, death was brought into the world. So as a tikkun, she is more responsible when it comes right because the candle is the is the nair of the uh, represents the nashama. So she has more responsibility from that perspective. Okay, or it's more for her to have a tikkun. Okay. Um, obviously if there's a husband and wife, and he wants to light some of them, it's okay if they both light. That's not a problem. Okay, whatever they want. Okay, not that that's too common, I'm sure. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, let's go on. Uh, <speaking in Hebrew> which takes preference, near or kiddush? Right, near, well, um, near uh, Shabbat kodem. So, if you only have money for one, you worry about the candles. And you could also say, Kiddush on the bread. V'chen, im, en, yadom, maseg, no, no, le l'shabbat, v'ner, l'chanukah. Which is more important, near shabbat, near n'er, near shabbat, kodem. Shabbos comes first. Why? Mishum, shalom, bayit. Right? That's what... Uh, that trumps almost everything, right? Or if not everything. the Ain shalom, v'bayit, below, ner. There is no peace in the house without... A candle. Okay. Um, okay, Dalit. look ahead. Okay. Um, let's go on. Dalit. Loyakim, Lemaher, Lahadliko, now, one should not light too early, because then it's not nikr, that, it's, that it's, it's, not, uh, it's not obvious or recognizable that you're lighting for Shabbos. That's if you light before Plaga Mincha, it doesn't count. You have to light candles after Plaga Mincha. So if you light candles before Plaga Mincha, it's a bracha levatala, and you get got to light again with a bracha. lo lo'i'achher, but you can't do it too late, right? You can't be lighting candles on Shabbos itself, very important. If you want to accept Shabbos early, no problem. And with the bracha, no problem. Light candles. Since you're accepting Shabbos, right, you can't accept, you can't light candles, or you're not supposed to light candles, uh, let's say an hour before you want to accept Shabbos. But if you're accepting Shabbos early, then it's perfectly legit to light candles and accept Shabbos early. We're going to, But the earliest is probably And right, we're going to see what to do later if you want to accept Shabbos. If you want to light candles but not accept Shabbos. It's going to come up a couple times, so we'll wait when we get there. And many point out it's important to... Light can, when you light candles, that there should be no light in the room. Uh, it's it may just be a chumrah, but it's a, if there's a, if there's an inyan, If you're gonna light in your dining room and all the lights are on, like one should turn off the lights and then relight them. Because then it's, otherwise it's almost superfluous. And, um, especially in our, in our homes, it could be so lit up. What are the lights, what are the candles doing? So it could be, um, okay. Viim Hayahan Dalukliba Odd. That's coming from the Rama. That if it was lit, you should uh if it was already lit, you should extinguish it and then relight it. Ha uh hey. Kishiyadlik Baruchata Shah Melkinumhala, Sher Kidishanu Gavit Sivanu, La Lik Nair shel Shabbat. Right before you light, you should say the bracha. What is it? Asher kidishanu that Hashem commanded us, right? One of the mitzhost the Rabbanan. To say a bracha, it's Ivanu lahadlik nershel shabbos. Everybody agrees. No machlavip. Echadish vechadisha. Makes no difference, man or woman. Gambi, yom tov, tsarik, levarek, lahadlik, nershel yom tov. Everyone agrees. For yom tov, you say a bracha. However, and right, and Pashtus right now, we're assuming you have to say the bracha before you light, because it's every mitzvah has to be o ver You have to say the bracha and then light. What about yom kippurim? What about yom kippurim? When it's not Shabbos, right, or even if it's Shabbos, did you mention Yom Kippur? Um Yeshmi Shaloya Varech, there is an opinion that says when you light candles for air, for Yom Kippur, you do not say a bracha when you light candles, you just light them without a bracha. That's the opinion of the Gra. And uh okay, and some others. Not to say a bracha. Um, if you look at the Shulchan Arach, uh, Yom Kippur, over there, it's the wording that actually, interestingly enough, the exact opposite. There he says, Yesh Misha Omer And here he says, Yesh Misha Omer Shalom Okay, two different, uh, uh Nuschos. Um, okay, so what's his real opinion? I don't know. Yesh Misha Omer, okay, so we just said, now the general minog by most homes is you do say a bracha on Yom Kippur, even if it's just for Yom Kippur. That is the general minog. And so it's not a bracha Um but there is two opinions. Why? Because Yom Kippur, Gemara Mishnah says, why do we light candles for Yom Kippur? It's some say there's two minhagim in the in the Mishnah. One actually does light, and some purposely don't light. And each one is mechavin for the same reason, so that it shouldn't lead to the man and wife being together in bed that night, because it's Yom Kippur. So one feels that the light helps and one feels it doesn't help. It's dark so you don't see your wife, you don't get aroused or the light might keep you away because you're not supposed to be with your wife with the lights on. So that's that's the idea. But once, but but, uh, but some say that once there is a minhag to light or there always was a takana, therefore there's also a takana of, of shalom bayit. Uh, the grass says, uh, what do you mean? The whole thing is for sure a minhag one way or another and we don't make a bracha on a minhag. So, anyways. Okay, let's go on. Haga yesh misha omer. We'll stop. We'll stop here Out of time. Good day.